and welcome to Conversation with a Chef. I'm Jo Ritty and I love sharing with you the conversations I get to have with talented and passionate chefs. It's the backstory, if you will, to the food they're putting up. Today's chat is with Rory Greenwood-McNair at Galar in Windsor. Now, C.S. Lewis was definitely onto something when he had children entering other worlds through a wardrobe, but Galar goes one step further with creating a bottle shop as an entrance to a super cool loft bar. Native Australian floral ingredients, feature bark hangings and retro Scandi-ish furniture is already a great start. Then there's Rory's food. Rory is humble and not willing to buy into the descriptions others have used of him. He wants to celebrate the seasons, the available ingredients, and he wants to respect the ideas the owners of the venues he works in have. A genuinely lovely guy. Rory's cooking up crocodile and native bush herbs and just being awesome about it all. If I were you, I'd be slipping in through the bottle store, heading up the stairs and experiencing the loveliness for yourselves. Okay, so um, let's start with, every time I've read something about you, it always describes you as a young gun. So, um, oh, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what do you think about that, um, being described as a young gun? I, I guess when someone, it looks to me like you've had a, um, a pretty good trajectory and you've worked in lots of really good places and I guess you've mm. proved yourself. And I guess when you're young and you do that, people bandy around terms like young gun. But mm. let's start with how long you've been a chef. Um... A while now, probably yeah. since I was 13, 14. Wow. Um, so yeah, 13, 14 years. Yeah. 13 years, okay. pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. It's just, just, a, just a peaked interest when I was younger. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty but, bad in high school. Didn't really like the, the whole class system, no. so I just didn't really enjoy it. And then I found passion in doing that in, in kitchens and probably was something that because you had like a part time job or something um, or one just... of the coordinators uh, his um, uh, brother-in-law um, was the head chef at a restaurant Centro that was on uh, Centro Ristorante Italiano that was on uh, the name escapes me now um, What's the street called? South Melbourne, Main Street, all the oh, way through Clarendon. Clarendon or, yeah, Street. Okay. Yeah. Um, he was the head chef there, and then I kind of just started working there from from then. Yeah. Yeah. And it just, what do you reckon it was like, about it that you liked? Um, I think I just liked that it was different. To be honest, I I, I liked being in the kitchen. I liked working with ingredients. Um, the the owner of it, Pietro, gave me, I think it was one of the first jobs I ever did, and it was just, it was just cleaning some, cleaning some uh, blue spatter crabs, and and then he made, got me to make a lemon dressing and squeeze all these lemons, and I had cuts all over my hands, and I was in a lot of pain, and I was like, this sucks, and he was like, do you want to come back tomorrow? And I was like, yeah, I do, and he was like, <laughs> all right, you've got it, no worries. Yeah. So, <clears throat> did you do like a, any formal training, or did you sort of? Just I did, yeah, like, yeah. So when I was at the RACB club, I did an apprenticeship. Yeah. Through them in high school, there was like a um, like a competition of some kind that you could win. They they got trainees that, to go through the club, <coughs> um, <coughs> and so I'd won the job at the RACB club to do an apprenticeship through them, and they paid for training. Uh, William Anglis, they yeah. were really good, really yeah. really good at training yeah. people. They're very good there. Yeah. Yeah, I've spoken to quite a lot of chefs that have gone through there, and I guess having that um, 
<clears throat> maybe that formal training too, it helps you, gives you the rules and then you can break them as you go along. Yeah, so definitely. Important, you know, you, know, you, you kind of yeah. know what you can, need to do to change technique and so on, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. So some of these places, so you were at Attica, were you? Yeah, I staged there for a little bit. Yeah. yeah it was good fun. Yeah. Really, really cool place. Amazing. Yeah. Incredible kitchen. They're all really cool. Yeah, I spent um, the day yesterday at Corner Inlet with um, so Ben Shuri and Matt. Cool. Um, Oil and so on, and a whole lot of fishermen, and they would. Cool. So the chefs went out on the boats with the fishermen, and um, it was all about getting them in touch with you know the product and all that kind of stuff. And they just, yeah, and Ben was rushing around like cooking fish over the fire and so on. And, yeah, it was <laughs> That's lovely. Cool. It's nice to see them in action as yeah, well, yeah. like but outside the kitchen. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. good. Yeah, they're really cool. Yeah. So um, and then where did you go after the RACV? Um. Um, I went into cafes for a while. Um, Feast of Merit uh, was pretty amazing working there and working for YGAP and, mm, and yeah. kind of, you know, just just being a part of, of what they were doing and like their mission and getting you know, some very, very very like it's just it was just a really rewarding job really yeah um and then and that was ravi presser who was the kind of head chef executive chef over that he was a really good teacher and really good mentor as well oh nice um what are some things you learned from him um (coughs) that there's more to life than being in a kitchen work-life balance was probably one of the biggest things i learned from him and um making sure you kind of get what you get what you deserve in you know in in a workplace and yeah. not getting taken advantage of um and just how to yeah pretty pretty much that just life skills really yeah you know? not not just kitchen skills and, and good mentorship it was just a lot of life skills it's really important isn't it and i keep bringing this up in these conversations i'm having because at the moment um you know we talk a lot about sustainability of the of ingredients in the earth and so on but I think it's mm-hmm. also about people and I think yeah, sure. um, to go to do the long haul as a chef it's a, you know it's, it can be a physical and pressured and mm. you know many hour job yeah. or you can choose to be more sustainable about the way you do that yeah absolutely yeah yeah um, and then I, I was reading about you at the the place in Kew. Hiatus. Hiatus. Yeah. And um, how the chef had some ideas for mixing up the brunch ideas and when he met you he knew you were the right guy for the job. Mm. Um, are you, do you think you're someone who thinks outside the box in terms of food or mm. what? It'd be nice to think about myself like that. It's pretty weird. Yeah. <laughs> Young gun thinking outside the box. <laughs> um, what's, your, what's your approach to, um, to food? even just creating a menu thinking about creating a menu I just look honestly just look at what's available and what's seasonal and then kind of go with the theme of what people want me to do pretty much for the venue that I'm working at so here it's um, like a modern Australian kind of Australiana kind of deal where we've got like crocodile and kangaroo and stuff so I'll just look at what ingredients that I can get and what they want me to work with and then work with the seasons and the seasonality of of those ingredients and just to become more inspired and kind of work outside those boxes um, just look at what is in season with vegetables and whatnot and then think about just textures and ways that I can cook it that are going to make it easy for service and kind of just play with that. Yeah. 
And, and some of those ideas, the inspiration songs, I mean, textures and flavours and what's in season, and then, then there's knowing what to do with them. And I know that comes from your training and from your experience, but I still think that's really amazing that you have the, this repertoire of all of that. And then mm. and with maybe some different ingredients, like have you cooked with crocodile before? Or? No, definitely not. I only found out I was allergic to it from here. So. Oh, <laughs> that's interesting. Are you allergic yeah. to anything else? Uh, a couple of, uh, like pineapple and kiwi fruit. Oh, but it's not really related. No, it's, it's not, no. oh, it's fascinating. Yeah, my mum discovered she was um, allergic to kangaroo meat when she came over here yeah, right. and, and ate there. So I just don't, yeah, what is that about certain types of things? Yeah. I'm not too sure. I, I looked up a study about it and yeah, it's, it's very strange. Fascinating. Only, only recently people have, I guess, maybe started eating it. And yeah. Anyway, yeah. Do you cook it in the same way as chicken or fish or... Yeah, other, you can. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's just about the preparation beforehand. Yeah. yeah. And some of those other things like the native herbs and spices and that kind of thing, how did you just experiment with them? Or? Um, I think they, yeah, just experiment really. They just got popular a little while ago and, and that was cool. They're, yeah. they're really awesome to work with. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just about experimenting, I think. Yeah. There's lots of things, I guess, seeing and reading about and whatnot because they are quite popular to use. And, um, yeah. But yeah, it's just experimenting. Yeah, and are you someone that, um, you know, are you are you new school and that you just get ideas from Instagram or from what's around, or do you have a lot of cookbooks? Are you uh, or is it just a mixture? Of... Uh, like a, probably a mixture of like prior knowledge and then trying to think about what I can do better. Really, yeah. not really like trying to look through Instagram or anything. Yeah, lots of I don't know taking inspiration from what's around me more than more than like what's in the actual culinary scene. Okay, yeah. Rather than, yeah, rather than trying to copy things and, and, and draw inspiration from that, maybe trying to, and just kind of imagining things, really. Yeah. I guess that's the way, the only way to describe it. It's just yeah. trying to imagine. And do you, when you're having ideas and so on, do you write things down or are you just, um, you just are you straight to the kitchen? Yeah, or you yeah write things down. Yeah. Usually, yeah. I'm just, I just write things down and then see if they work and if they don't. I've been pretty lucky that I've been working yeah. for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Luck runs out, so... <laughs> yeah. And do you read reviews that people put up, or do you just... Um, I have been, yeah. 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 Is it probably all good reviews? Um, some good, some bad. Yeah. That's, that's how it goes. Yeah. Is that, does it inform how you continue, or do you just... Um, yeah, if they're, like, insightful, if they're saying things that have happened, and if you know, people write reviews for a reason, a lot. sometimes they don't, sometimes they do. Mm. Um... And if they are saying something or if people are having suggestions about things and if there's enough of those suggestions, then yeah, we can obviously change it. Mm. I, don't, I don't think that it's, yeah, we are the best or whatever, you know. But obviously we can change things if they're not working. Yeah, 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 that's right. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, you know, they're going to buy the food. Yeah. So I was speaking to a young chef yesterday and he thinks that this could possibly be the last generation of chefs because um, a lot of people, like young people aren't coming through and, mm. and there aren't the greats that there used to be. It was his um, perception. Yep. What, do, what do you think about that? I think there's some pretty cool chefs out there. To be honest, heaps of really young, cool chefs. I don't think it's... I, th- I think it's just those people's roles and our, our roles to, to train people to be like that and... Yeah. And to make sure they, they they're doing the competitions and they've got the, the drive and, and they really want to do it. And it's it's not it's not that like say we are the last generation of, of good young, good chefs. That's that's crap. There'll be de- there's definitely a lot of people around there that'll that'll still train young guns to be them. You know. Yeah. 
And have you seen changes in the industry um, even since you started? So over that um, 13, 14 year? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. For, for the good? Or for the... Yeah, mostly, for the, most, mostly for the good. But, yeah. but also just lots of changes. A lot yeah. of cha- changes in kind of people's idea about like what mental health is and, and being more in tune with that. That's probably one of the bigger changes to be honest. Yeah. Not just screaming at somebody for the sake of screaming at them and talking to your colleagues like adults. Yeah. <laughs> that's probably one of the bigger changes I've seen. Yeah, and that's a good one, isn't it? It's great. Um, and that's important and perhaps that maybe, um, yeah, cultivating more of that so that that the ones coming through do want to stay in it and so on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah definitely. Great. And so what's um, what's on your menu at the moment? At the moment, uh, we've just got a, a smaller menu that we've um, just put together for the summer. It's kind of inspired, more like inspired by like the, the spring barbecues. So we've got some lamb chops with umeboshi and uh, steeped currants with... Um, uh, Bubiala through them it's like a native Australian juniper so it's just like a little mix um, got grilled grilled tiger prawns with uh, Vegemite and butter emulsion over the top of them uh, kangaroo souvlaki meze plate um, crocodile skewers that are brushed with our own made tomato sauce um, lots of vegetable dishes asparagus and cauliflower and Kind of stuff. Nice. Really Sounds nice delicious. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Hey, no worries, Joan. You've been listening to Conversation with a Chef. I'm Joe Ritty, and thank you so much for joining me today. If you'd like to read the full transcript of the conversation, you can go to www.conversationwithachef.com or follow me on Instagram so you'll always be up to date with the latest conversation.